ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Steve Shabiro. And now I've added myself. <laughs> the show is off to a great start, I'll tell you that. You cannot tell me that you get to all. Sandra Golden. Yeah. You created sell one of your children. It's not a big deal. Hey, Rusty Menzel. Everybody's trying to be dads and businessmen. And Drew Butler. And now that she just won album of the year last night, see if you can parlay that with some Travis Kelsey magic on Sunday. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to a Tuesday on the Steakhouse. The Steakhouse is indeed open. Time to eat. And the great Sandra Golden is here. Wow. And seen her since Thursday. Thursday. I snuck home and saw my mom on Friday. Uh, spent a few days up north. Sandy, of course, not here on Mondays. Drew Butler was here. Great show. So uh, I listened to you guys when I was home uh, with Zeno. And then uh, I'm sure you heard Drew yesterday here recapping the Super Bowl. A little foggy yesterday morning. I'm not going to lie to you. had a huge Super Bowl party. And um, Did you host a party? No, I was at my buddy's house. Remember I told oh, you yeah. I got a buddy just moved into the house? I just went sure if you changed house. things up. Yeah, gotcha. no, no. Yep, we were, yep, we were yep, at his yep. house. Had a big, we had a Mardi Gras-themed Super Bowl party. A lot of Popeye's fried chicken and kin cakes and whatnot. Um, so, uh, a lot of reverie, if you will. Congratulations to you on taking the Chiefs and doubling. I love the fact that you went all in. You pushed all your chips in. You don't remember I did it last year, and guess what that balance is? ended up being zero. Because so, you had the Eagles. I had the Eagles last year and lost. Yes. So, but yeah, I went all in, and now I'm so excited. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could tell you. I, I was happy for you, but I was all in on the 49ers as that game got closer, and it turns out that if you had either side, listen, you made the right side if you had the Chiefs, but that game was a coin flip. Goes to overtime. Yeah. Um, 49ers, I was thinking about them too. I was reading New York Post had a bit about the 49ers because everybody, had, they haven't really talked to a lot of those players as much as obviously your your uh, stories are about Kelsey and Mahomes and Andy Reid and all that. You know, they're, they're in a funky place, man. They've gotten close a couple of times. Kyle Shanahan, you know, how long can you keep the team together? It's kind of like in Buffalo. Now, they've got a lot closer yeah. than Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. But we know very, very well in Atlanta, it is really hard to make multiple Super Bowls. And when you have your window, you need to close it. They had their window and they had a chance to take the Chiefs out of it. They did not do it. And now you start to look at, got a lot, you know, eventually you're going to have to play Brock Purdy. It's great when you're paying your quarterback nothing. 800000 a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're paying yeah. your quarterback nothing, yeah. and then it goes to $35, 40000000 Things change yeah. a lot. And they're going to go to, I'm sure you saw Mahomes is going to redo his deal, much like Brady did, yeah. just a creative accounting, just to make sure others can get paid. Right. And that's part of what you have to do. But yeah. San Francisco, they're sitting around thinking, you know, we, we've had a window. We had it three, four years ago with Shannon. We had it this year, and it did not happen. But uh, – the NFL wins for sure, as it does feel like we are going to be, you know, listen, uh, our show, the, the beauty of our show and our station, we can do all kinds of different conversation. But football really yeah. comes to a, you know, a, a uh, abrupt halt, right? Because, again, college football season ends. Some people still love the pros more than college. Anyway, you still get the best run. There's a PFD for sure. It's you know, palpable post football depression. Yes. You get into a funk because especially but the your wonderful thing is geared. the Braves start tomorrow. Literally, it's spring training starts tomorrow and you know, pitchers and catchers. Yeah, I was talking to Alex Anthopoulos yesterday a little bit 
and uh, excuse me, talking about where were you with Alex and Fox? Just, just um, going back and forth, uh, finding out when he's going down. Texting, there. texting. That's all. Ah, yes. So look at you. him going down. I think today, um, and that's it. You know, for six weeks, just essentially that. You know, that is a long, long stretch. That uh, Braves personnel, Braves folks are going to be uh, And down. by the way, most of the team has been there already. Yeah. There, there's nothing more interminable than spring training by the end of it. I mean, if you think about how long they're there, although I'll tell you, NFL preseason is pretty bad as well. Remember we sat with Arthur Smith that first day, and it's five weeks later, or it seemed even longer until you get opening day. So um, true. That process, it, it is. You just want enough other sports so you don't have to pay attention to that. And, um, you know, the first few weeks are exciting. You see new faces, right? I remember growing up, like, Andre Dawson from the Cubs comes to the Red Sox. All you want to do is see him in a uniform. Jack Clark, who'd been with the Cardinals, right? Carlton Fisk, when I was growing up, ends up in the Chicago White Sox. So it's like these guys, and again, back then, free agency wasn't as wild. So guys who are iconic on teams and spring training, the guy rolls out of the dugout, and you're like, I can't believe he's in that other uniform. With the Braves... They don't have a lot of turnover, not right. with that roster, yeah, right? That's the truth, yeah. So, you know, you got a new third baseman, you got a new starting pitching, got some new relievers, but it's pretty much the same old cast of characters, and, right? And listen, they're in the most beautiful place in Florida. When you get done at noon-ish, you're either golfing, you're fishing, you're beaching, your right. family's there, the restaurants. Those of you going to Northport, uh, they did a beautiful job today, as a matter of fact, in the AJC, just kind of telling you what's around Cool Ray Field. Yeah, I did ask Al Kanthopoulos about the food thing. He says it's still pretty limited, pretty yeah. limited. He says a place he said in Sarasota that he loves. Is that nearby? Sarasota is yeah. ah, 30 minutes away. Okay, I guess there's a great spot there. But, I mean, listen, they're building up that whole Venice community. Venice Beach area, if you just want to go watch the sunset and have a fresh grouper sandwich, yes, please. Right. Like, it's just beyond with that little area. You're going to love it if you're going down. Yeah, so – um, Anyways, a lot, a lot of stuff we'll turn our attention to over the next uh, few weeks. And, and you know, listen, I'd love to tell you the Hawks are going to be looking at a playoff run. And I'd, I'd love to be thinking about, you know, that the From NBA. From home? Or they're going to be watching it? Yeah. That's where they're looking at it? <laughs> well, that's a good. Really, you know what? That that we should do 9 at 9 because you're about to have a little mini rant. Okay. <laughs> Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top 9 at 9. 9. On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So you start watching the Hawks recently and you start looking at their numbers and wow, they've won 6 of 8. Chicago's in town. Chicago is the 9. We're the 10. We're at home. Can you keep it going right before the All-Star break? Well, not only you lose, but you gave up Chicago's best season scoring all year long, 136-126, at home. Yeah, that's, that's one of the worst losses of the year, just when you think about what's at stake. Try to go to the All-Star break with some momentum. Um, so when we watch Trey Young there, we can think about a second half of the season. Although it's not a second half of the season. Let's remember, guys, you're 54 games in. You're 26 games away from the play-in game, which I – would guess there's little reason to believe we're going to win that game. Right now we play Indiana, I believe. We're the 10. They're the 7. Does the 7 have to play in the play-in? Is that what it is? 8 and 9 play? So, um, yeah, it's a bad loss. You know, we're going to talk about it later on. But, I mean, you, you have to believe in the record your team has. Right. And the record our team has says 
that we're just not a team that you can be trusted, that, that it's a consistent. And, um, you know, I've watched every minute all year, but especially the last few uh, weeks in watching Trey Young against the Celtics and the Sixers and these big home games against Phoenix, Golden State, the Lakers. They had this gauntlet of really sexy and you're games. Winning. And you won a lot yeah. of them, but you got to be able to beat the Chicago Bulls when you're at home. That's a game that, uh, you know, um, it, it, it's one, it's a double whammy, right? Because you win, you lose and they win. So uh, it's just a bad loss all the way around. Uh, Hawks are at the Hornets tomorrow night, and then we got our all-star break. Super Bowl ratings are in. We all said it's going to be the most watched of all time, and it was. 123.4 million. It uh, peaked somewhere around 200 million. And uh, 202.4 million, at least a part of the show they watched the entire. It's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, there's a reason that Roger Goodell and the National Football League can treat their partners the way they do, which is we're going to spread out the wealth. We're going to do a deal with Amazon. We're going to do a deal with uh, Peacock. And then we're going to do CBS, Fox, ESPN, ABC. Like, they just have so much leverage. And their ability to move the minds and the bodies of of sports fans in America to whatever it is that they're putting out there, right? And the whole week leading up, I mean, Las Vegas was a sexy, yeah, we're gonna sexy talk about backdrop. It. We're, we're going to oh. talk about uh, next break why this is the perfect storm. I don't know that there'll ever be a Super Bowl week in our lifetime or a Super Bowl in general that, that matches what we just saw. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, next Monday, by the way, February 26th, Combine already. So next Monday. Is uh, the combine the twenty six? You got seventy three days till the draft. So yeah, they own the off season. That's the other thing. The NFL so owns the off season. Listen, we're gonna we're one day into the off season. We got a beat writer from Chicago on. We want to find out what Justin Fields is gonna cost, and is he gonna be the quarterback here in Atlanta? Because there's only three or four names that we're hearing about, and Justin Fields is one of them. Uh, today is Valentine's Day, so those who celebrate, ladies, go have a great time today at lunch. It originated in Parks and Recs. About 10 years ago, uh, where Leslie made this holiday up, and it's been taken off ever since. Yeah, and I thought every, because I see it all over social media, Galentine's night. I thought it was like any night in the last few weeks you're out with your girlfriends is called Galentine's. Yeah, well, today's the official, but the yes, official. that's a thing for just great. But this uh, is not the night to get a table of six at No, a, it's a actually a daytime event. It's oh, a brunch. It's a, day, oh, it's it's a, a daytime brunch. brunchy waffles oh, and wine. Thing. and Yeah, so happy yeah, Galentine's. So you're going to come off a Super Bowl. And you're going to go drinking on a Tuesday at lunchtime? God bless. Get after it. Only for the professionals. Yes. I was going to say, you better be at a high level. Uh, Speaking of high level, the highlight of Super Bowl commercials for me was when Beyonce did her thing. Beyonce ranked, I believe, in the top three. And if you got it, you got it. Where she says, did I break the internet yet? And you saw the rocket go up. And she goes, okay, drop the music. Well, not only did she drop the music... It is a country album coming out, and this is phenomenal. It's called Texas Hold'em, one of two that she dropped. Got a hook. She looks incredible. I just put it on the Twitters. Uh, She's smarter than the average bear, if you're wondering why she had that cowboy hat on at the Grammys. like. She's like, okay, Taylor, you take the Grammy for your announcement. I'll take the Super Bowl. Listen to this. So this dropped last night? No, no, Super Bowl night when she said drop the music. Okay. At that mo- at that second during the commercial, it dropped How two cool. songs. 
And it did break the Who are the smartest businesswoman in the history of entertainment? Beyonce and Taylor Swift. They are not playing. They are not playing. Taking over the world, those two, right? True. Good for them. All right. Great role models. That's our nine at nine when we come back. Yeah, we're not done with the Super Bowl. Not even close. Uh, Why? This is going to be the toughest Super Bowl week to match in NFL history. New Orleans, you're up. And I don't know that you want to follow what just happened. It's Steak and Sandra. we got two hours. Um, and uh, I hope you spend them with us. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Now back to more of the Steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Right like said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I am just a devil with love and spare. So Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Oh, 943 Sports Radio 92.9 The Game 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration One day treatment Life changing results AdvancedHair.com Why the NFL may never have a better week Than the one that just passed us by That's coming up in about two minutes A couple of things to clarify Thanks to our friends of the Hawks And I apologize um, for not getting it accurately In the uh, postseason The 9 will play the 10 which right now would be the Hawks and the Bulls. The loser, buh bye you're going home. The winner plays the loser of the 7-8 game. The 7-8 game winner gets in the playoffs right away. The loser of that game then hosts the winner of 9-10. So the 7-8 seeds have two chances to make it in the playoffs. The 9-10 have two chances to be eliminated. Even if you win that game, you got to win another game on the road to get in. It's not a good path for the 9-10. Not even close. So um, sitting at eight now, I guess, uh, is Indiana and uh, is, is sitting at the seven, which will be prohibitive favorite, right? Heat are at uh, eight, Pacers seven, yep. Magic 76ers on the way up. So, yep. so right. that's fine. But give me the 10. So if, if, Hawks, Bulls are nine and ten. So seven, eight, you'd have to go win in Miami again if if mm-hmm. they lost against Indiana, which they wouldn't be favored to win. Indiana be at home, so you'd have to pull off another win in Miami like you did last. Okay, year. that's fine. We used to be mad that we were one uh, the right. five or the six again. Right. This is a t- this is terrible that we're like oh we hope we win the nine ten purgatory Fail. yeah purgatory Fail. used to be to us we're a five seed again you know 100%. and now we're sitting at a different level no I mean. Listen, it's unacceptable. It, it's, it's just, it's a hard. I heard your interview with Landry Fields. There's nothing he can really say. I thought you guys did a good job. You pressed him as much as you could. I didn't. Mark Zinno was good. It was, a, it was a, I mean, like Landry Fields said, and Mark asked it, why would a fan watch you do nothing at the trade deadline and feel good about things? And he said, well, we're about development and everything else. Okay. We're not about results, is what he said, which I was like, um. It's not just results. Yeah. I mean, 
listen, it's a tough spot. Um, they got a lot of work to do to figure it out. Tough loss last night. They got one game left before. Well, the there's lots break. of excitement coming to State Farm as we learn that Usher just changed his whole concert deal. So now he's going to start. Is that confirmed that that's happening? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's this is, this is Usher's past, present, and future billboard okay. sign. Yep. Uh, so he's going to open the whole tour in Atlanta on the 16th and 17th. Of August, and then there's another date as well. So he's got three so far in Atlanta. Did so you realize how many people thought that Jermaine Dupree was CeeLo? Did you hear a lot of that? <laughs> Everyone's raising their hand over there. I was at a party. A lot of people thought that was CeeLo. What was uh, with that outfit that Jermaine was working also? It was like little Lord, Lord Fauntleroy, Fonta- was it? Like I mean, dude. Where do you – I didn't I, – I thought you guys kind of undersold – Sold Usher. And by the way, it's on the internet. It's everywhere. Go watch it again. It was sexy, but I don't think it was oh, I thought legendary. It was, oh, by my any gosh. Means. It, well, the good thing to... about Super Bowl halftimes, it's subjective. It depends on what you like and don't like right. and what turns you on and how buzzed were you at when watching. There's a lot of stuff that goes I think into it was it. solid, um, as I said yesterday. Not Did you watch it once or twice? I watched, it, I watched the highlights of it. Uh, yesterday again because there's a lot going on at that Super Bowl party. So he actually now has five dates according to State Farm in Atlanta. Yes, oh August my God. 16th, this is amazing. August 17th, and then he'll be back October 17th, 18th, and 20th. I think the October wow. dates were the original yes dates, and then he added the third October date, and now he's going to do the two August dates. Okay, so a lot of action for sure. Tremendous with uh, with Usher. Listen, I think it it fit well. With Vegas, his residency has been an enormous success. You have to like Usher's catalog and the sexiness of his performance. I thought it was just, you know, it came off um, exactly as you would expect from Usher. Total professional, right? Um, and the ladies certainly enjoyed when, uh, how old is he right now? 45. That kind of shape? 45 years old. The star power, what he was able to pull, and even from the beginning, of that whole Cirque du Soleil Vegas feel with the Mar- every single bit of it, I just thought was a plus. It was one of my favorites of all time, which I did put on Twitter, and people did not agree. Yeah, they get super testy. Well, um, it, like you said, it's very subjective, yeah. and uh, certainly in Atlanta, we have great appreciation. Um, and to see Jermaine Dupri out there and other Atlanta, it was you know, perfect. iconic, it was, was just was great. great. So. You know, the Super Bowl just had the biggest audience of all time. I think it's the second most watched television event next to the moon landing. Um, you know, at 200 million people at one point watched. It was an average of 120 million. Uh, the overtime numbers were insane. Anytime, Listen, it was literally the perfect storm. So you had two teams, incredibly popular, um, a, a point spread that was super low that lived up to the point spread. It was a coin flip, really. I, I You know, I say that. Because that, I think if they played ten times, yeah, maybe Pat Mahomes wins six out of ten. I want I don't want to say five and five, but uh, you know those teams were completely evenly matched. There's a lot of hype coming in. The Vegas backdrop just added to the 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 sexiness and and the gravitas of the game. Right, the gravitas of the game. Nothing against other cities. Right. Um, and, and Atlanta did a phenomenal job, right? Indianapolis, I think, has hosted Super Bowls. Miami, you, you can't match it's the spectacle of Vegas. It's impossible. And Vegas is on a heater. Vegas is on an all-time run 
of getting teams, getting events, bringing um, sports there at an all-time high, right? And then you got the Vegas backdrop to great football teams, the Taylor Swift, you know, spectacle of showing up there, and then all that comes together with an overtime game Perfect. that yeah. just it's going to be tough to ever match that audience, especially when you add the Swifties, which probably ju- juiced 10 million more people. I don't know where you're getting 10 million more if the next year's Super Bowl is the Cincinnati Bengals and, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, like, you know, or the Chiefs are back there. Like, there's just a lot of factors that go into it. You couldn't have scripted it this way. It was just fantastic. And also, I think you brought up yesterday, the even after the game was over, to hold that audience because you're kind of waiting on what's Taylor and right. they're going to all Travis and the whole thing. I was, was thinking really about something. this just h- how does a couple, and not that I'm going to give a lot of thought to it, but, you know, how, the, the there gets to be a point where the hype is so over the top that how can any couple even survive something like that? Where do you stand on just, public makeouts? I mean, it's a new romance. <laughs> it was I a have lot. a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, listen, she's partying it hard. Like she doesn't pretend. She's in that suite banging cocktails down. Great, yeah. He's, you know, you saw the scenes from the club um, when they started playing oh, for the post game party yeah. when they started playing uh, Taylor Swift. It just. The, Are you and Kimberly a big makeout couple? Like even the public displays. Come of on, how many couples in their fifties are big makeout couples? I mean, uh, right? Did you do it when you were thirty? You think? I, I I don't think I don't think a lot of people are are that, but I think that they're like a new romance, and they're you know yeah. they're hitting it hard and and whatever. Like I mean, a little smack on the lips here and there in the public. I didn't think they're going that hard. Listen. But. That but was make out central. I just Woo-hoo. don't see how, like, so she's traveling the world, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't, he's 10 times bigger celebrity. Listen, he was a big NFL celebrity. But every move that Travis Kelsey makes where she's traveling the globe, right, is going to be scrutinized right now, right? Where he is, who he's partying with, what bar he's mm-hmm. at. I mean, like, his whole world now, right? Yeah. And the Swifties are all dialed into, like, Travis Kelsey. And is he behaving? And he's being a good boyfriend. How about and that Jason Kelsey with the mask on and the cans? I mean, he went all in. Yeah. The brother is the bigger story to me. Like he and and Kylie's like, have fun, peace out, see yeah. you later. I mean, the whole thing is become for the National Football League, which you know is this violent, brutal, um, gladiator sport, right? And then there's all this Hollywood. Pop culture hype on the other side the of it, stars right? stars at that right. game. They're just, just, see DiCaprio they, didn't know he was on camera NFL there? NFL ne- Huh? Yes, I did. Yeah, it wasn't a good moment for him, right? <laughs> so uh, He was picking games. Yeah, he was doing something. <laughs> but it's like they, they're, they're checking every single box, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's tremendous. I, I'm all for it. Have it there every year. Have it on a Saturday. Make it the Vegas week. I, yeah, I that, that's never, I mean, it's never going to happen. They're not going to move it to Saturday. It's never even been discussed. I know we talk about it. They're not going to make it in one city. The beauty of the Super Bowl how, is How do is you rotating. say never? How do you say that so definitively? Nothing is never. Well, Hold you're on. right. You're, you're right. Not never. I would say this. Of the two things which are highly, highly unlikely, moving to Saturday night is the one I'd say never. They're playing Super Bowl Sunday. That's what it's called. I think having a conversation that Las Vegas is our best self. 
like having the game in Vegas. Although, if it's every year in Vegas, do you lose some of the Maybe, gravitas? Maybe, let's I don't try know. it. Like you said, good luck New Orleans next year having to do well, that. Well, I think they're in the right city next year. I think New Orleans is the number two Super Bowl city. New Orleans, to me, is two, and then everybody else is, is you I wonder know, how the public feels about that, because I do not feel that way. I think I don't you're know from what, there, but I'm Sandra, just I don't understand. New Orleans checks every single box before Vegas. It's all downtown. It's a music city. It's a party city. It's hosts big events better than anybody of all time. I mean, New Orleans has always been regarded as the number one place to host. Other than now, Vegas has trumped it. But what? I don't understand that. I just, I, 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 I'm probably my personal bias. I don't yeah. love New Orleans. Well, That's just me. It's, for big events, though? I'll take Vegas 100 times out of 100 when, over New Orleans. When we come back, I've seen the toughest schedule I've ever witnessed in college football history. And there's a reason a perennial powers over under. And I say perennial. Is that unfair to say? Let's just say <laughs> a, a national program. It's got an over-under of five and a half, and when you look at their schedule, you may want to say three and a half. Wait till we give you some over-under numbers in college football. That's coming up on the tailgate. Also, is Justin Fields getting moved? We'll find out. We'll talk to a Chicago beat writer coming up as well, and lots more. Nine o'clock hour brought to you by our, our buddies at Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. Now, now, your Sounds like the bomb. Nope, we're not done. It's more of the steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Down in New Orleans where the blues were born. It takes a cool cat to go on. On the south and Rampart Street. The combos play with the mambo beat. The mighty ground mambo, mambo, mambo. Mighty ground mambo, mambo, mambo. Mighty ground mambo. Nine forty four on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Welcome to Mardi Gras Tuesday. Uh, parades are rocking and rolling there in New Orleans, and they'll go right up until around noon or one. And then everybody is like, "Get me home, get me to bed. This uh, gauntlet is finally over." And having been through four of them when I was at school, still a bucket list. Never ridden a Mardi Gras parade. I have a lot of friends who have done that. My buddy John Foy, mm-hmm. who I talk about all the time, he's got great uh, Louisiana roots. He's done like 25 straight years of being in parades. He said it's amazing. Um, another buddy of mine, John Stevenson, who we knew from the um, Hall of Fame, sure. you know, College Football Hall yep. of Fame, now works over with Dan Cathy at Chick-fil-A. He texted me this morning. He's riding Rex, which is a huge parade. So everyone was wondering, like, is the New Orleans Super Bowl going to fall on the same time as – Mardi Gras, which is exactly what happened this year. And I was super surprised to learn that the fluctuation of Mardi Gras, this year it's February 13th. That's today. Right. Next year, Mardi Gras is March 4th. The year after, it's February 17th. Ash Wednesday is always 46 days before Easter. And Fat Tuesday is always the day before Ash Wednesday. Easter can fall on any Sunday. From March 23rd to April 25th, with the exact date to coincide with the first Sunday after the full moon following a spring equinox. If you're still confused, get out a calendar that has the holidays printed. Fat Tuesday is always the day before Ash Wednesday. So there's a literally a month. Did you know this, Bo? Elizabeth, Louisiana guy? 
that I always thought like Mardi Gras is like the second week of February. That's what it is. And Easter is always like the third week of April, right? Mardi Gras season starts in February pretty much every season. Yeah, but Mardi Gras but in two March. Two weeks prior to Fat Tuesday is when all the parades start. And I it get really it. gets going down. But there. did you know that it could land all the way? Well, yeah, because March? Easter. Easter changes every year, and that's what people are more like more accustomed to. Like you'll have Easter in April and Easter in March, and that directly affects when Mardi Gras falls. Do you remember Easter being in March? I just thought it was an April holiday. So yeah. you know, don't ask the Jewish guy when I Easter falls. I, drew, uh, I grew up Catholic, so let, yeah. let yeah, the Goyams handle the Easter discussion. We yeah. got you, playa. Yeah, I have a dumb question. If we at ninety two nine wanted to have a float in the Mardi Gras, yeah. could we just pay enough to do it? How, what, what, when you say, like, ooh, to ride in a float, can't you just pay enough money <laughs> to be in it? That's a good question. I don't think so, no. There's Todd Graffinini's listening. Please There's let a whole us tradition know. of who gets to ride. Although, they have new floats. You probably have to, like that horrible Falcons float they had years ago. Like, somebody has access to a float, and then you figure out how you're going to design it. But, but certainly the big parades, Endymion, Rex, Bacchus, ones like that, you can't just get a, a float. No, all the money in the world won't get you in there. That's the beauty of it. So it's how like a, are people riding floats? Like, So you so you get invited by, by the, the crew. By the okay. crew. No, K-R-E-W-E, the crew of Endymion. Um, you know, wow. they give a certain amount of floats, and you can be invited to ride on those, right? But, no, there's a whole history and tradition that I don't know enough about, but I'm sure Todd Graffney and other folks could probably let us in on that. He, here's what I know. Like, you need to – there's there's two types of people in the world. Those can handle Mardi Gras and those who want to be far away from it. I'd say, Sandy, you probably want to be far. I don't see you starting to drink at 8.30 a.m., getting in full costume, and just doing two or three days of that in New Orleans. Yeah, I'm not you know? doing anything yeah. close to that. <laughs> that I want that nothing is, to do that with that. That is not Thanks. happening. Y'all have a great time. Whereas I would love to be able to. I've been invited a couple of times. I just, you know – I. Trying to make smart decisions. I don't know that was a That's smart. a good decision, Bear. Don't, yeah, do yeah, don't do yes. that. Don't do that. Yes. Here we go. It's time to tailgate. No, it's tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. There are four teams from the top 25 that have 10 and a half wins as their total. Your Georgia Bulldogs are one of them. Ohio State, Oregon, and Texas are your other three. Yeah, so um, I think the over-under last year was at 11.5 for Georgia, which it went over, right? Over. Oh, no. Yeah, it went over. They had an undefeated regular season. So it's a full game worse this year with a team that maybe is not as highly regarded and a schedule that is just nasty, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. When you look at a trip to Tuscaloosa and a trip to Austin, just throwing that in the mix, opening week is Clemson. That's why you land on 10.5 for Georgia, where last year, if you had over 11.5, you were a winner. The other big number that jumps out is Alabama, just at 9.5, which is low for the folks Yeah, has it been like that a long time, Sandy. You ain't kidding. Other teams at 9.5, and, and again, this I pulled from the top 25, so I have to go through every single conference. Uh, Bama, Clemson, Florida State, 9.5. Kansas, LSU, Miami, 9.5. Penn State, Utah, Missouri, and Ole Miss also at nine and a half. Yeah, Georgia Tech, I believe, is at five and a half. Oh, so yeah. I, we're bringing back 80% of our offense at Georgia Tech, bringing back the quarterback, obviously Their some young brutal. receivers. 
Yeah, that must be why it is, but that seems like a real low number. Uh, their schedule is nothing compared to what is happening down at the University of Florida State. Toughest yeah. schedule in the country ranked, and their over-under is also five and a half. Imagine being a Gator, a Gator fan and seeing that you are a five and a half. So they open their season um, against Miami, and that's not an easy start, right? They won't be favored in that game. Then let's just go through a basic SEC schedule where you're playing Texas A&M, uh, um, Mississippi State on the road, at Tennessee and Knoxville, playing Kentucky. All right, so that's like seven games in, right? Yep. Here's the gauntlet for the University of Florida. I want you to think about this. November 2nd, they got Georgia in Jacksonville. They'll be a prohibitive, prohibitive underdog. The week after Georgia, Florida, they're at Texas to play one of the best teams in America in Austin to play the Longhorns. Then they come home to host LSU and Ole Miss back-to-back. Ole Miss absolutely a top-10 team this year. LSU, I think, same uh, regarded yep. about the same level of top-10 team. Both nine-and-a-half wins are their number. And then yeah. they end their season at Florida State. Another, in God's country. Uh, in Tallahassee. That's their that final five games. Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, and Florida State. That's why it's the toughest schedule in the country, and that's why their over-under is five-and-a-half. Just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to Vegas in a couple weeks. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. We're not going to we, – we got to play uh, Brock Bowers here? Or we what have are we time doing? or yeah, no? We got time. Yeah, we're not going to break yet. Um, okay, so quickly, Brock Bowers was on a pod, uh, a little podcast or whatever last week. It was a 30-minute show with um, Mike Florio and uh, Chris Sims. Really, it's funny if you want to watch the whole thing. He is nothing about, like, jumping out at you, charisma. He is a golly gee whiz guy. Yeah, that's, understated. that's uh, When asked about how tough – Kirby Smart is, and he is he kind of a coach that you can joke around with? I mean, are there any light moments? I think it was my freshman year. I'm, I, uh, we were going up to one coverage, and I, I missed it during the game. We were going through corrections, and I missed it again. And he, he just jumped in me bad over, on the loud mic, on the loudspeaker, over the whole indoor. It was, it was pretty funny, like looking back on it. So when you do a walkthrough or a practice, he has a mic? Oh yeah, he's he's walking around the practice field with the mic. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, you'll be on the opposite field, and he'll he'll call out your name, and you'll be like, "What is God talking?" Yeah. <laughs> so their indoor practice facility, Kirby, just you know. Carrying on, walking up and down those sidelines. Talk lines. to Rusty tomorrow about how Kirby's had to watch his voice because he's gotten so hoarse. And you and I both have had those nodules. Yes. You know, when you're so hoarse. Yeah, Mike Bell uh, has had numerous uh, yeah. surgeries like I have, right? I just find it so, so funny. Yeah, yeah. coaches, uh, that's maybe why they put him on the mic, right? Absolutely. They're like, don't scream as much, you know, right. so now it's the microphone. So. Yeah, Brock, Brock Bowers. Bowers. My goodness. Did you hear last week he goes, I'd like to go to Tennessee? You know, you're not supposed to really say who you want to go to. Yeah. Oh, I think I'd like to go to Tennessee. <laughs> They're picking at seven, and they were like, what are you saying? It turns out his girlfriend goes to the University of Tennessee. Yeah, I heard that. So, uh, listen, that's probably as high as he could possibly go. Um, and, uh, again, I don't know that I've seen a guy that looks more NFL ready than Brock Bowers. So, somebody's going to really they, – they're going to be sitting, whether it's at seven, whether it's at the Jets, picking a little bit after that. Or twelve or four, somebody is getting you an absolute stud. One hundred dollars right now. You're saying he doesn't go higher than seven? No, he's not going higher than seven. I don't. I don't think. Not not when you talk about uh, three quarterbacks, top three. Falcons certainly aren't taking a tight end um, where we're picking. So internet this morning says the Patriots may move out of the top three, and the Falcons are involved. How about that? 
This is the fun part when we get to hear all of them. Well, they that. must have an idea who their quarterback's going to mm-hmm. be because the quarterback situation in New England is just as bad as it is in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Unless somehow they think Mac Jones can be saved, which I don't see that happening either. 9.54 the time. Is Justin Fields going to be under center for the Atlanta Falcons? Is the hometown kid coming home to be our quarterback? We're going to ask the beat writer in Chicago a real simple question. What will it cost to get Justin Fields? Talk to Kevin Fishbane. We come back. It's Sports Radio 929 The Game. Ten oh one Sports Radio ninety two nine the game steak and Sandra thanks so much for joining us the fastest two hours in radio follows uh, us at Steak Shapiro at Sports Sandra I asked a question about uh, changes to Super Bowl and you can see that on our Twitter feed at Steak Shapiro and at Sports Sandra we're going to talk about Justin Fields coming up in a second I do want to say Sandy I did just look at literally ten mock drafts and Brock Bowers in probably two of the ten is a top 10 pick. The highest I saw him is number five okay. to the Chargers. Everybody kind of knows the first, has a decent feeling the first four picks will be some combination of Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jane Daniels, and Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, San Diego at five, obviously the LSU wide receiver, uh, Malik Neighbors, uh, the Washington wide receiver um, as well, Joe Alt at, at Notre Dame. Uh, but Brock Bowers every so often is uh, kind of, you know, sprinkled in there as a top eight pick. And uh, the lowest I've seen him is 12 or 14. The highest I've seen him is five. It'll be fascinating to see how that plays out as well. Yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago it was uh, the Saints at 14, and we are like, that's precious. That is not happening. Yeah. I'll be shocked if that happens. We'll find out your answer, by the I way. I like it to the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, that. listen, he'd be real happy to go five, I promise you, but that is – Taking a tight end at five. Who would ever take a, a tight end that high? That would never happen. Never. Yeah, no that's city. crazy. No city that's would ever do that. That's just not even smart. <laughs> uh, we'll find out, by the way, about how Rise you— Rise up! Uh, she asked the question, how do you get in a Mardi Gras float? Can you just pay and get get one into a parade? Graph's in the middle of Mardi Gras. He may call in in a few minutes. Okay. Oh, but we have an answer. Uh, we, we have a couple of questions about what's going on in Chicago. Kevin Fishbane is joining us right now. On Sports Radio 929 The Game. Um, Kevin, thanks so much for being with us and apologize for not giving me the proper intro. You've been covering the Bears for how long? Uh, this will be my 12th season covering the Bears. Four? Uh, I've been uh, the Athletic. Okay. So the beat writer for the Athletic, Ken Fishbane, joining us. So it's been three years of Justin Fields and a lot of emotions up and down to a, a kid we know well, a local kid here. Um, where do most Bear fans after his third season fall on the Justin Fields uh, barometer? Yeah, I mean, most Bears fans love Justin Fields, and I think almost every Bears fan wanted it wanted it to work with Justin Fields, and I think still does. As far removed as we've gotten from the season now, I think a lot of Bears fans are coming to the uh, what's the the, the the steps of mourning, right? The acceptance part yes. is what they're reaching. <laughs> Right, I think they've kind of reached the acceptance that they're, the Bears are probably going to move on because this opportunity with the number one pick is just too good to pass up when you have uh, this quarterback class, when you have a financial decision coming on Justin Fields, and when Justin Fields just hasn't necessarily made it a no-doubt-he's-the-guy situation. So I, I do think that you know there's a lot of Bears fans who – 
you know, might still be holding out hope that they trade back and get some ridiculous hauls and then get Marvin Harrison Jr. and pair and then an offensive tackle and see what Justin Fields can do then. Um, but, you know, all indications right now are pointing to uh, the, the Bears using number one pick on a quarterback. I shouldn't say, you know, that's not from the Bears, of course. They're going to keep a lid on everything. That's just what people around the league certainly expect them to do. And these are the people around the league. They're looking at the Caleb Williams talent and saying this could be a seminal player. Um, you know, listen, Pat, Pat Mahomes is on the absolute high, high apex end, but certainly the Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes level that can be our quarterback for 12 to 15 years, and we can't pass him at one. Is that the conventional wisdom from folks other than the Bears that are saying it? Yeah, yeah. I think they just look at his talents and say that there's just he, he is way too talented, too gifted of a player at that position to pass on. I, I think that they, you know, I, I, I obviously want to be careful with comparisons, right? Um, but you, you hear the talk about, like, you know, there hasn't been a quarterback this good in terms of his physical gifts since Andrew Luck. And you think about the way he, Andrew Luck was talked about heading into the draft. Now, what's interesting, I mean, Caleb Williams, I think, is unlike any quarterback prospect we've seen because he's really the first IL quarterback, right? He is the first quarterback who has already has a marketing uh, agreement and done commercials and has already made a lot of money. Um, and, and because of that, so many more people know who he is and know about him, or I should say think they know who he is. So I do think this process is going to be a little different um, than maybe a, a normal year where you just take the quarterback number one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think when you, when you talk to other people who study this stuff, they, they watch him play and they think that, that that's the guy. That's All right, the so, so let's just go with that assumption. What will it cost to get Justin Fields – out of Chicago, what is what is the high end you're hearing, and what is uh, maybe um, you know maybe not as much as, as as what the Bears think? Yeah, I mean, I think the Bears would love to get a second round pick for him, especially because they don't have one right now. They traded away for Montez Sweat, uh, and, and I mean, look, if if I'm in charge and someone comes to me with a second round pick for Justin Fields, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not thinking twice about it. I'm taking that and, and, and moving on. Um, now, I, I've, I think that you can have conversations about how about a second-round pick with conditions on it where if Justin Fields you know, does this X, Y, or Z, that becomes a first-round pick. I think the Bears can certainly entertain those conversations if they can get multiple teams in a bidding war, they can get multiple teams interested in him. You know, one of the problems facing the Bears is, yes, there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback, there's also a lot of really good quarterbacks in this draft too. So I think, you know, when you get, you know, for Atlanta's case, I think Atlanta's unique in the fact that they probably feel like they have the offense built and would rather just plug in a veteran as opposed to, you know, where they're at in the draft taking a, I don't know, JJ McCarthy, for example. Um, but, you know, yeah, if Ryan Poles can find two teams to go up against each other, maybe he can, he can get that two to be turned into a one maybe if there's other things involved. Uh, but, but I think a, a second-round pick is very much both fair and both something the Bears, I would imagine, would like because they don't have one right now. Yeah, we're talking to Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic in Chicago. Um, so the Falcons could pick eight, get Dallas Turner um, at Alabama, and then they could trade and get Justin Fields. They already have the pieces. You talk about a fan base with a new coach. 
Sandra, I think we may agree that would be a good way to energize the fan base. I'll say. New quarterback, outside Mm -hmm. pass rusher, a lot of the same guys coming back. I think that's why the Falcons are in play um, to be very much having these conversations with Chicago. You agree? Yeah, you know, the the Atlanta thing is really fascinating to me because, as you guys know, they had a golden opportunity to take the hometown kid three years ago, and they passed on him for a tight end, right? So my question would be to Terry Fontenot, what has Justin Fields done in three years that makes you now want to take him? Because Justin Fields in the NFL – has not been as good as we thought Justin Fields was going to be when he was drafted. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that, many of which have nothing to do with Justin Fields. When you look at the Bears, what they put around him, all those things, and I still think he could certainly be a good quarterback in the NFL, but that would be my first yeah. question to, 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 to Terry Fontenot. Well, what has he done to now? Now you want to take him. You didn't well, want to take him three years ago. But I do think, and you guys know this better than me, I imagine – it's, it's, a de- it's more of a desperate situation. You have a new head coach who might have a different vision, and I'm sure that the owner there would love the storyline of Justin Fields coming home, and you get that kind of – I mean, the, the groundswell support for him would be massive. you got three years of NFL snaps to watch. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got his whole career to watch so far. You didn't have that coming out of Ohio State. Um, but, you know, it's just a bigger body of work. But I agree. I mean, it may not, like, you know, listen, Kirk Cousins at $35 million is going to be a real conversation in Atlanta. Um, and back to what you said about a veteran, you keep your second-round pick, you get your edge rusher in Dallas Turner, you get a great second-round play as well, and, you know, you, do, you, get, you go get a guy that's won in the NFL better than Justin Fields has won. Yeah, that, again, that, those are the things because <laughs> – the, the, the three years of film goes both ways, and it, it's all beauties in the eye of the beholder, right? You know, you could watch Justin Fields' film, and you see the highest of the highs, and you see amazing things that he does that no other quarterback really in the history of football has ever done when you look at his running. And then you see the reason that the Bears are considering moving on because he just didn't win enough, um, wasn't big, wasn't, didn't come through in the clutch enough, uh, ranked 23rd in QBR this past season. Uh, so there, there are lots of different reasons why, if you look at all that tape, you're like, wow. Because here's, here's the ultimate question, guys, for anybody, any NFL GM who's going to make this trade. Have we, what is Justin Fields' ceiling, and do I think I can get, it, get him there? Because you could argue, I'm not saying this is my argument, but you could argue Justin Fields is who he is. What he's been in the three years, like, that's who he is. You can, you can still win with him, but he's never going to take you to, to the mountaintop. Right, that could be an argument based on the tape. I'm not saying it's my understanding that that could be out there. Yeah. But if you if you believe yeah. that you look at all that talent, you look at all those physical gifts, you look at his age, you look at the Bears' problems, you can certainly look at him and say, hey, I see enough on here that I believe that with what we put around him, this guy could really take off. Well, it'll be fascinating to watch. I appreciate you giving us some perspective, good stuff, and I'll talk to you down the line. Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Take care. It's only a few guys. Russell Wilson, Justin yeah. Fields. Kirk Cousins trading up in the draft like you saw a few mock drafts, right? I mean, somebody's going to be our quarterback. It's going to be fascinating. I want to answer this question for you quick. We're heading to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Graf listens every morning, loyal. So Sandra wants to put a float together for the uh, the game. How the, much the steakhouse how do I get in the game? How does, <laughs> how does that happen? How does, how does someone get a Mardi Gras float? Graf, oh, is he there or not there? Oh, we got it. Oh, no. Uh, I thought he was sitting here waiting for us. I apologize. 
Maybe we'll talk to him after. We don't the, have to. the Calvin Ridley conversation becomes so interesting because of this that all they want, and I'm doing that, all they want is a second round pick. Okay. Well, if Ridley signs with the Jaguars again, we get an additional second right. round pick from that trade. Right. So, so that's quite intriguing. So then if now, you let trade me tell for you Justin Fields, you don't you, you still lose a second, second rounder. Good way to build a football team though would be Sign Kirk Cousins, draft number one, draft two at number two, build on the draft from last year, build on the free agent Jesse Bates type guys in uh, Onyemata, um, and just say, we'll get one after it right now. Like, like we're winning the division and we're winning playoff games, and that's what we're going to do right now. And I don't think Justin Fields under center giving up a second-round pick is going to make people as confident as Kirk Cousins under center. Coming off of an Achilles? I don't know. Guy, guys won at a high level. He's a professional quarterback. He is the adult in the room. So, um, I don't know. Is Achilles? I mean, it's a bad injury, but, you know, you come back, you come back, right? Is he is he going to be at his age? I guess that's obviously a concern. You'll talk to a lot of doctors about coming back from Achilles. going to be fascinating. Uh, let me say something. Keep our picks and have a quarterback at number one and not have to give up anything. That's how you build something special. But, again, eventually. If you hit the lottery and get a C.J. Stroud, that's fine. But yeah. there's a lot of misses as we've gone through through the years. Well, I mean. Justin the, Fields. We're not drafting. Uh, with a qu- just giving up a second, I'd willing to be like, okay, let's see where that goes. Yeah. I mean. And then go get Dallas I pro- Turner I promise eight. you this. Raheem Morris has a very strong feeling yeah. about Justin Fields. I have no idea what it is. Either he says we absolutely can work with this guy and win a lot of games, or he's like, I don't like the way that guy uh, is thinking about running. I don't like his, uh, I don't like his throwing motion. I don't like his accuracy. He's too much of a running quarterback. I don't know. I don't know how they feel, but obviously Terry Fano didn't like his game enough to take him ahead of Kyle Pitts, and we know the Kyle Pitts thing has worked out so far. Yes, we. Now more of the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 1023 Sports Radio 92.9, the game at stake in Sandra. Don't forget our 10 o'clock hours brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season. Visit mancavestore.com. Yeah, I was depressed yesterday. I was depressed. It was a, it was a gloomy day. Um, I was on the wrong side of the Super Bowl. I was all <laughs> over the 49ers. Good for Sandra, who put her entire winnings for the year and doubled, which I thought was bold, especially I know what you bet a game and to put it all in the game. So I was actually happy for you. Thank you. Um, I, I felt like San Francisco was the better team all year and would find a way. They blew it. They didn't get it done. Also know the end of football. Other thing I'm super agitated about yesterday, there's a lot of things. Like, why would I look forward to March Madness? Georgia's not in. Tech's not in. Kennesaw's not in. Georgia State's not in. Like, we're going another year unless they win their tournaments, which I promise you, promise you, the SEC and ACC tournaments will not be won by a team with the name Georgia in front of it. That I know. I don't know about the Sun Belt and whatever it is in Georgia State and, and uh, Kennesaw. So, like, you know, we don't even get March Madness. I get no football. That's true. The Hawks went and lost to the Bulls. We're like the, I don't know what we are, the nine seed or We're something. The 10. With a 10 seed? Yep. Oy vey. I mean. Chicago's the so, nine seed. So, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm trying to spell this out for you, Okay. So no more football, a, a, a brutal blow with the 49ers not being able to finish the deal for me. Then in my college basketball interest, my basketball interest in general, right, I got no Georgia, 
I got no tech. The Hawks, you know, believe what you've seen all year, 54 games in, right? We didn't make a move at the trade deadline. So now I'm agitated about that, okay? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, spring training, we're not going, so we don't get our little week uh, away. Not that we're, you know, we're we're not the – since we left that other station, that's not part of the repertoire, which is totally fine. But, like, I would have circled that date Mm -hmm. on the calendar, right? Is our little getter. So, like, the Braves spring training goes on forever, <laughs> six weeks. I don't watch exhibition baseball. No. I, there's not a lot of new things. I mean, it's like we are who we are, a really good baseball team and the Dodgers. And the, the summer's going to be fun. But, you know, you need to tell me something to feel better about. Those are a lot of things, you know, working against our sports landscape here, right? You usually get super excited about College basketball, right about now, through yeah, the years. Yeah, I mean. So, like, Kentucky you're a big fan of. Yeah, Kentucky's lost three straight home games for the first time since, like, the 1800s. Oh, okay, yeah. so anybody else? I like John wow. Calipari. They're I'm not. sure there's a new too, restaurant. Too what about a cheesesteak? A cheesesteak festival. <laughs> I, there's got to be one. Get excited <laughs> about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, need to, I do need to find some. I'm, tomorrow I am going um, on a – everyone's been saying you haven't been to Big Dave's. You haven't been to Big Dave's. You've heard of a Big Dave's yes. cheesesteaks? yes. So I guess that's what I look forward to. Thursday, actually, I'm going to Big Dave's Cheesesteaks wow. to do a this review. Is life goals, honey. You've got it. You so are in a good I place. I guess that's the only, you know, I gotta go, I gotta go get like 30 cards for Valentine's, right? Because yeah, God, God forbid the kids. Day. God forbid the kids, right? Go and think on their own and go get, you know. Uh, the I know. Valentine's. I think you're kind of missing a daddy moment, though, of like grabbing the kids, throw them in the car, and say, let's go pick out a cool car for, for your mom. mom. And yeah, that's yeah. nice. No, I mean. Uh, if you di- go now, you're going to get a nice uh, Spanish speaking one that's one in Spanish from your dog, because that's all that's left at CVS. Good ru- luck, everybody. R- run into a Walgreens <laughs> yep. with a bunch of dudes all look the same like me, stumbling and bumbling around trying to figure out. Let me see if I cross out uh, happy wedding. And I write Valentine's. Will that be okay? Will not be that okay. That won't be, right? <laughs> You're better off getting if some construction paper. Right? I was going to say. So, <laughs> like, uh, it, is a, it is a loss to not have football around, yeah, right? And, and all these uh, weekends now we have to fill. PFD, post-football depression. It is a thing. Yeah. All right. Maybe you'll uh, cheer us up with a little belly up to the bar. Yes. What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I was super excited to come tell you about Pickle and Social. So we decided for my birthday, just a small group, let's do something different. So this place, Pickle and Social, I've never been to. It's up uh, Buford Exit next to the Top Golf and Alpharet. It's right there. When I tell you, think of Ponce City Market. Yep. Like a food hall. Indoor, beautiful pickleball courts. Are, they're indoor and they're out, outdoor. There's fire pits. There's a massive bar. There's music. There's dancing. It's all there. It is a phenomenal Pickle spot. and social. Mm-hmm. So Co- Roaring Social, and I guess they do. Uh, the one in uh, Alpharetta yep. downtown in that mm-hmm. hotel we went to, right? Yep, that's right. We spent Hamilton. a night there, you, me, and Brian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so now they've got their own version in Buford. So you don't even you don't play pickle. I play pickle. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yes. Now your husband plays as well. And Within he, the it, first three and a half minutes of the, um, and I was not aware that there were scouts from Tom Brady's pickleball team, but that's how the men act when they're out there. Yeah. Like they're getting scouted. Within three and a half minutes, our friend Tony Bennett collided with my husband. I saw the video. Tremendous. 
When I tell you I was not yeah. amused by this antics, because I just thought, for one night, can I please not worry about what, what people do you that are injured? What do you it mean? just hit me the wrong way. I was so irritated, like you did it on Why, purpose. Dude, it was so funny. Are you serious? <laughs> it was funny. I know it was funny. So it's you, funny after. <laughs> were you it's watching when he? Were you watching when he went right down? There. So what they do is they have like a staging area. I, I can't say enough about it. You just need to go on the website. Okay. And so enough about. It. I'm not getting paid to tell no, you. No, that. no, no. But incredible. but but. No, but I saw the injury yeah. to somebody. So video. You're standing right there on the court. Watching it's so them. fun. Yeah. Yeah, there was a crossover moment where they're both going for a ball, and Larry went down. Down goes wax. Down goes. So you were irritated because why? They were, I mean, it just happened. It was By that- the way, strategically placed right outside Pickling Social is Piedmont. 24, like, No box. doubt. No doubt. Let me tell yeah. you about orthopedics yeah. and pickleball. Right. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't played sports in about twenty years or yeah. so. But I'm gonna get out there. I'm seventy-four years old. I'm gonna start. I'm just, I'm just gonna start kicking it around. I mean, so was he injured? Uh, no, he survived. Did he, keep, did he keep playing? I think he only survived because I gave him that look of like, if you're on your own, I'm staying the night. So you and thought I'm he was gonna rest. ruin the party because he thought he had to. Well, take he just yeah, they're a bit dramatic. Those men out there, oh, but so all the girls of us are like, really? Is this like you know they're yelling at each other? Like it was a little intense, by the way. Can't say enough about the place. Right. I think you'll I love it. it. Yeah, there you go. All right, so Ad Meter every year ranks the commercials. So 24 hours later, they've done a beautiful job of ranking. I'll start from number five. Goes to the NFL spot on um, Born to Play. They're in Ghana. The little guy running through with a little po- – that was yep. adorable. I thought it was a great year for commercials. Oh, me I thought too. It was I really loved good. it. Yep. Uber Eats with a Jennifer Aniston Really good. Uh, the, uh, perfect- the not remembering, right? You lose your so memory. Funny. You didn't realize that Uber Eats actually delivers – all kinds of stuff. It's yes. so true. Uh, the Perfect Ten from Kia. That's the one where the young girl and her her grandfather couldn't be there, so they hop in the car. She gets on the. Do you remember that one? No. I started to cry. No. Uh, number two, which no, no. I thought was going to be. I, no- start, I started to cry too when uh, Pat Mahomes ran for twenty yards on on fourth and I bet one. You That's did. what I really. It was did crying. not go well for you. No. The sad commercial. Dunkings was number two, and number one. State Farm. Like a good neighbor, <laughs> State Farm is there. <laughs> so that I'm was the highest Bob? ranked from AdMeter. It checked all the boxes, star power, etc. Like a good neighbor, neighbor. It was State funny. Farm is there. All right, now, what I thought more interesting is they did a whole thing on celebrities being in ads and yeah. how sometimes it does not work. Can you tell me the Christopher Walken, what he was promoting? So we played it yesterday. So give me a second. We played the entire commercial. You're making my point. Oh, I think it was uh, Mercedes or BMW. BMW. Yeah. Tina Fey. Do you know what she no, was? No, no idea. Booking.com. Do you know what Aub- Aubrey uh, uh, Playa was in her and uh, the reenactment of uh, Parks and Recs? Do you know who she is? Aubrey from... Yeah, um, she's from uh, White yeah. Lotus. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. Yes. No, I don't know. Mountain Dew. So their point being, did I mention I was forgetting? No, no. But most people, if you go ask them today, you're not going to remember. Dunkings was perfect. State Farm was perfect. Right. You know exactly what the brand was. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention. Were you happy that Brady kind of played along there with Damon and Affleck? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. And they did Nikes. I just showed Steak, you guys. They did Nike. Did three pair of shoes. Dunkings for Matt and um, Ben and Tom Brady. 
What I loved is those sweatsuits, the track suits came out. They went on sale at DuncanShopDunkin.com. Yeah, you said you were going to get me one, right? Oh, uh, they're sold out. They sold out in 57 seconds, y'all. And they weren't expensive. I thought they were going to be way more than $60, which I'm ashamed. You know what nobody in Boston wants to talk about? Boston is at Dunkin' Headquarters is Atlanta, Georgia, right? Remember up the street, Inspire Brands. Right. We bought Dunkin' right. for about $12 billion. So I didn't remember that. Dunkin' really Headquarters didn't. is in the ATL, but yeah. just saying. Anyway. I'm going to play Pat Mahomes when we come back because I quickly want to get to waste management, yeah. the party, wasted management. They yeah, had to it, cut off alcohol state. So I've just read a lot about it. I mean, it uh, weather was bad uh, all weekend. At some point, rumors are the crowds were so big, they just started letting everybody in. The crowd was north of 300,000 people. Um, the delay in between the second and third round, all people did is drink out of control. And I, I would just say that what's become one of the cooler things has now become kind of a, a sh- show at the highest level. And uh, PGA has to look at it, you know, um, you know, everybody kind of applauds alcohol uh, abuse in this case. And it just got so out of control. The VIP tents were taken over by normal spectators and they just started serving everybody free cocktails. And then at some point it was so many people that, like you said, they just shut off beer sales. And that was the only way and food sales. So if you're one of those people that found your way in there, you couldn't get food, you couldn't get booze. You couldn't get non-alcoholic either. They wanted you to leave, which is what happened. That was the only way to get people to leave wow. is don't give them access to anything. There was a rumor there were four or 500,000 people there once people started getting it for free. What? Either wow. way, the players were fighting with the fans, scream. If you think you're going to get people to be quiet standing over a golf shot, right? Like, you better think otherwise if you're a PGA player yeah. and you're playing in that. I know it's a big tournament. Number one attended uh, tournament of the year. But if you think you're going to get them quiet over a golf shot, you better think it's not otherwise. Yeah. Billy Horschel was having words. Bunch of golfers are having words. They're going to take a serious look at how that thing plays out. Tiger Woods announces his new brand, y'all. Cool. You want to talk about sexy? How cool. Sunday Red is the name of it. He partners up with TaylorMade, and the, that logo alone. Yeah, he left Nike to start his yep. own brand, Sunday. Uh, sorry, Sunday Red. Yeah. Really friggin' cool. Yeah. And he's playing this weekend at Riviera, right? He's playing this weekend at Riviera. Cannot yeah. wait. First tournament since last year's Masters. I'll remind you, he pulled out after the third round. Yeah, he was a, a hot mess. Uh, hot, yeah. And, and let's hurting. hope he can make it through. Yeah, exactly. Great stuff on Belly Up. We love that I segment. I do want to play when we get back because you haven't even heard this, y'all. Michael Vick was a part of Pat Mahomes winning that Super Bowl. Really? Wait till you hear. Yeah. Good. Wow. All right. Sandy's on fire today. We'll come back and do that. We'll play three strikes. We may find out about Mardi Gras floats, and you can keep screaming at me for talking up New Orleans. Boy, I'm getting abuse over there. You know, when you're Atlanta sports radio host, yeah. you probably shouldn't be pumping you're up New Orleans. You're just a little Orleans. too close to it, I think. It's I fair to say. If it was Panama City, I'd be doing the same thing. So. <laughs> please don't compare. You, you called it please, to a carnival. You called Panama City a carnival cruise line, so don't start with me. I can go at New Orleans. <laughs> sports, sports Radio 92. Time again. Ten forty three, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game, Steak and Sandra, continuing on on a Tuesday. Sandy's back here Thursday, Friday. Always look forward to that. Um, we'll talk about big game of the night. You know, I I wish there were more big games happening, but I, I don't know. I guess we'll say the NBA, maybe. Okay. 
Miami and Milwaukee, Doc Rivers running the Bucks. We're going to talk about college basketball. Anything happening tonight? You know, I'm 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 pained by what's happened with uh, Tech and Georgia of late. Yeah, Georgia had a be. good thing going, right? Mm-hmm. That thing blew up. Um, Ole Miss and Kentucky tonight on ESPN, trying to break a three-game home losing streak. The Wildcats. I guess that's a big game as well. We're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna talk to Graf for a second, but first, uh, can we play this? Uh, so they sound from Batman. Kansas City does their final walkthrough in Las Vegas on Friday, and waiting for them, Andy Reid brings in Michael Vick. Wow. To speak to the team, Pat Mahomes and his thoughts. Yeah, I think um, I always take so much from when Mike Vick talks to us. When I mean he. I've, I built a great relationship with, with him whenever he came in. It was kind of that assistant spot in training camp and in the QB room every single day. And I remember the first thing he told me, it was like, hey, you're going to be special. But look at that big man right there. He, he's going to take you to another level. And I remember coming from him and someone that I'd watched my entire life. I was like, man, I mean, if he's saying it, I know, I know he's saying the right things. And so I took that and ran with it. And um, going into this week, I think he said, be champions, man. He said, just go out there, show everybody who, you, who y'all are. Um, and um, I always take so much from what he says, man, and he's like the coolest dude in the world, man. So it's always great when he's able to talk to the team. His relationship with Andy Reid, Michael Vick, and Andy Reid, I just love that because Andy Reid did nothing but brag on him way back in the day. Remember that transition time? It's, a lot of people don't remember from him when he got out of prison, Yeah, and him and Andy Reid. So I just let, thought that Let me was just cool. say a couple of quick things. Uh, Andy Reid did Travis Kelsey an unbelievable solid. That was a meltdown of epic proportion as the – uh, Chiefs were unraveling in that first half. I mean, he just about got up and on top of Andy Reid in You're a way. You're talking about Travis Kelsey. Yeah, what did I say? Yeah, we, Travis. Yeah. He did Travis Kelsey a solid. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm just talking about Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what a guy he is because that situation could have got real ugly mm-hmm. for Travis Kelsey if Andy Reid had reacted like a lot of coaches may with a player in his face like or, that. Or if they lost, we'd be talking about that. Probably that yeah. as well, yes. Mm-hmm. And Mike Vick, you know, I was lucky enough to have dinner with him a couple of months ago with his foundation. He is just the most wonder. His wife was there. His family members. He's just a, he's just an incredible guy. So um, believe in second chances, and people can make good decisions and move forward in your life. And especially what he grew up with, and how yeah. that that culture. He's such a good broadcaster too. Yeah, I just he's love to really solid to him. on the yep. Fox deal as well. So um, I'll give you three strikes. We'll talk to Graf, and we'll okay. keep moving. Your favorite city to go to for just the weekend. Your favorite city for the weekend. A place you remember being overserved. A place you remember being overserved. And the next sporting event you are most looking forward to. The next sporting event. And we got some things happening. Braves. We're 55 days away from Masters Monday. Yeah. So, so that's I'm, coming. You know, the beauty of, of uh, March and early April is you get the first week in NCAA tourney, which also used to be the biggest Vegas weekend. Then you get the Sweet 16. Then you get the Final Four. And then you get the Masters. So that's not a bad stretch. Mm-hmm. And also, opening day Braves coincides right around that as well. Sweet. So maybe you have some other sporting event. Your favorite city just for the weekend, a place you were remember being un- overserved, and the next sporting event you're looking forward to. Graf's in New Orleans right now. Graf, what's, uh, what's Mardi Gras look like in New Orleans there, brother? Happy Mardi Gras, Steak Sandy. Uh, happy Tuesday to everyone else in Atlanta. Um, it's it's 
little chilly, overcast, but it's packed out right. here. I'm on St. Charles Avenue, and uh, the vibe is hopping. So what does Sandy say? She's asking, how does one get on a float, or can you pay enough to get a float and just pick a parade and say, we want our own float? How, how does all that you, stuff work? All right, you can, you can pay to get on a float in a crew. I actually rode in Endymion last year. It was the first time I had ever been on a float in my entire life, and I'm born and raised. Yeah. Uh, I was invited by a member. So that's and what it has to be. But you can't pay to no, get a float, you've, you've, to get you've a gotta float. Get, no, 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 no. You've got to get in the crew. Right. And it's, I mean, it's, it's not to the same scale, but it's like being a member of Augusta. You right. know, you, you've got to be invited to get in. Yeah, the crew of Endemian, uh, the crew of Bacchus, any Bacchus, of those big right. plays, right? Same thing, like yeah. Rex today. You're awful, Rex is, you're awful sober for Mardi Gras Tuesday on St. Charles. Like. Well, uh, Steak, I got in at 1 a.m. We were in Memphis last night. I'm dragging uh, after a long road trip. My family a little late getting up. I just got out here. Wow, but, wow. disappointing. But it's, like a, it's like a civic duty. Yeah. You have to come out. I am, uh, I am now drinking. You sound like um, the least fun person on Mardi Gras right wow, now. Did they lose? Really? Did they lose last night? No, 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 did you lose? No, no, did you no, lose? You won. No, no, All right. Won. Thanks for this uh, great. Thanks for a great snapshot. Meanwhile, my nephew's been. My nephew's been. He's a two lane. He's a senior. He's been up for four days straight. Like he's at every rave. Well, I've been out of town for a week. Steve. All right. Sorry. What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. Uh, Graf, thank you, you for clarifying. Sorry. Thank you for clarifying that. Just, well, I mean, I, I'd be out here. My I wife rode on Thursday. I wasn't even here. All right, bye. We got to go. Bye. There you go. You just party shamed him so bad. I was like, hey, you want to get the magic of New Orleans? Yeah. Hi. I, I just got out here. It's <laughs> over in like an hour and a half. I remember when Mardi Gras was over, we were so relieved. You know, they they uh, cut classes at Tulane. No classes for four days um, because of Mardi Gras. I bet. So. There are rumors that Miss Nola is very interested in, you know, she's getting to college in a year, right? She's a junior. So oh that could How be. How is that possible? Yeah. So she I'm wants just Tulane saying, for dance? I don't know. It's just, it's in the running. <gasps> this is it's in the running, exciting. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, Nola, don't think of yourself. Think of me. Think of steak Aww. getting to go there on a regular basis. Also, she's got the name. That'll be a big hit, right? So we shall see. And I am biased. You're right. When you when you That's say okay. when you sure. name your kid Nola, you're probably more. Uh, it's strange because it's you know the love hate with the Saints fans and everything else. So there's a lot, it's a lot of complicated emotions here. Like three strikes, your favorite city for the weekend, a place you remember being overserved, and the next sporting event you're looking forward to. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Marty's in Orlando. Marty, what's your favorite city for a weekend getaway? I love Miami. Yeah, Miami's Miami's just, it's just a high, it's a beautiful city. I hear you, bro. A place you remember being overserved. Two dogs in Gainesville, Georgia. Okay. Two dogs in Gainesville, Georgia. The sporting event you're looking forward to most coming up. The next sporting event you're looking forward to. Tennessee basketball versus Arkansas. Mm. Okay. Um, Not a great year for Eric Musselman, but they handled Georgia, Tennessee, a Final Mm -hmm. Four contender. Kareem in Atlanta, your favorite city for a weekend getaway. 
Thank you. If you'll allow me to give you two, that'll be the Big Easy and Charleston, South Carolina, sir. I, too, am a foodie like you. Two great food cities. Absolutely. Give me a place you remember being overserved. Got to go back with the Big Easy. Three for one happy hour, man. You can't beat it. Those three for ones on Bourbon Street around, those are ridiculous. Like, you literally go, hey, can I have a uh, kettle and tonic? And they hand you three of them. It's like, that's that's it's a dangerous tone. Or a quick trip size cup of a kettle. I know it's crazy, right? <laughs> the most, That's the, funny. This, uh, the, uh, the next sporting event you're looking forward to. Hey man, Mac, know your lane, man. Bobby Jones, the master, brother. Yep, something special. Yeah, so Sandy, quick. you're gonna have that lake will be all oh packed out, right? It's so fun at Lake Oconee Bend. Yes, bigger than yes. it's ever been. Yep. The Masters. Yep. Hey, we'll come back. We'll say to Andy and Randy, Sports Radio 929, the game. Game.